What's going on everybody? Welcome back to The Graveyard. I'm The Graveyard Gamer with a review for you today for a game that lets you live out, or I should say lets me live out, my wildest Jaws fantasies, and that's Maneater. And Maneater released back in May, just in time for the summer season, but even though both Mr. C from Gaming with Mr. C on YouTube and Hulking Yoda from Lost at Sea Gaming, which you can find right here on Anchor, have both raved about it, I actually kind of waited to play. I was concerned it was going to get a little too repetitive. And in all honesty, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in 2006, I believe, Jaws Unleashed released. And I was super stoked to play that game because Jaws is my number two favorite movie of all time. I love the original Jaws movie, but I remember that game came out and was just ravaged by critics. Man, I was, I was excited because I had actually held on to my PS2. I was going to play it even though, you know, I was moved on to the 360, but I had to let it pass. So all these years later, were we finally going to get to play a game that lets you live out, you know, the cool idea of playing as a shark? Well, let's uh, dive in. Trust me, there's a few more of those puns to come and find out. So guys, let's talk about the graphics. And I gotta say, the graphics are pretty cool in this game. And I say pretty cool because they're not great, but they have this awesome, like, cartoony, over-the-top look to them that I think really works in this game's favor. Because this game is supposed to be fun, right? And if you were honestly going to have a realistic shark game doing the amount of damage and terror that you could do in this game, it would be downright terrifying with realistic graphics. But since in this game there's this cartoony, exaggerated effect, it actually is pretty cool when you bite into all these beachgoers or these different sea life and you see like a fountain of blood come out and they're screaming as their legs are getting ripped off. And I'm saying all that but it was done in such a fun way that I actually let my little kids play it and they were having fun with it too. Because it is in this over-the-top way that you can't help but be like, what, that's awesome. Especially when you jump up and, you know, say a person swimming on the top of the water and you jump up like it's shark week and you've got this, you know, person hanging in your body and your shark does a full backflip to eat them. I mean, it's really cool, over-the-top stuff, but it works and it's fun. Another point to mention is the details. And I actually thought it was really cool when you're fighting the bigger enemies so like a human man it's not going to take too long to chew them up same thing with a seal but say you're fighting an orca or an alligator when you're smaller in this game after a while you're going to start to notice that they've taken damage maybe it's a fin missing a leg missing a tail whatever it may be they're gonna start taking noticeable damage and i thought that was really cool it made me feel like i was really doing something even though it was taking me a while to wear these you know these fish or whatever they may be down uh, I thought that was really, really awesome. And then another thing to point out is when you're diving deep, when you get into like the Gulf area or any of the areas it's you know, got some depth to where you're at, the deeper you go, it does get darker, but it never blacks out. It never gets to where you can't see what's around you. Now, you do have this really cool echo that you can use to kind of help see what's around because, you know, it, it'll get a little darker, but it never gets in, say, Grand Theft Auto V when you're in the submarine and the deeper you go, it gets to where it's like pitch black. It never gets that way. It's a really cool filter they use. They use something very similar when you're in the swamp or the bayou area, and it's very murky. And when you sit there and you swim around, you're like, oh, man, but you can still see everything around you. The only time you really notice how bad it is is when you breach and you're kind of swimming like you know at the top of the water and you can see the sunlight and everything around and when you go under you're like oh wow it's like a green filter i thought it was really cool and those filters never get in the way from you enjoying things now let's talk about the story because this is one that would seem really simple and i'm not saying it's complicated but 
the character of Scaly Pete actually adds some depth to it. So, the story itself is actually, you're a baby shark who's trying to eat, get bigger, and get revenge on Scaly Pete, the shark hunter who kills your mom in the beginning of this game and actually scars you up. The way this story is told is actually through some really cool cutscenes that are done in the way of like a shark hunter documentary. And it, it's done for comedy. Uh, I really liked it. I love the narrator. I thought he was great. Uh, but Scaly Pete himself is a really interesting character because he's gruff, he's rough, he's tough, and you can just paint him as a villain. And then they start showing scenes where you start to go, well, maybe he's not so bad. Uh, for example, he's talking about his dad at one point, and his dad being a shark hunter, and how his dad saw an elder shark, which is kind of what you're on the way of becoming in this game, and he cuts himself off. And you can kind of tell that he's actually choked up about his dad dying. He doesn't want to say anything. And it kind of gives you an insight of, is, is this why he's hunting sharks? Is there some kind of revenge motive on his side? Another point to bring up is his son, who in one scene he's kind of giving his son a hard time, who his son's going to become a marine biologist of all things. But then when his son goes away and it's just him talking, he's honestly sitting there and he says, you know, how much he's proud of his son. And you're like, okay. So you get the idea, this guy's just an emotionally closed off dude, but he actually cares about his son. Like he's... He's not just some, like, you know, black and white villain. Like, he's actually a guy with, like, emotions. And then later on, when a big event happens in the game, he is going to kind of go off his rocker. But at the same time, like, I just, I really couldn't believe how much I actually enjoyed Scaly Pete as the character. And he reminded me of Quint from the Jaws movie. And I say that because if you just kind of watch Jaws, you just kind of think, okay, Quint was kind of an a-hole and, you know, he was just a shark hunter. But when you really watch Jaws and you kind of pay attention to his story about the Indianapolis and you kind of realize, okay, there's actually a reason he's hunting a shark. You kind of realize Quint himself is a pretty uh, well-rounded character. The same thing with Scaly Pete. I was kind of blown away in this game how they, they kind of managed to make a really great character out of the villain. Paul, you're just roaming around as a shark. Now, that being said, there is one part of the story that just didn't make sense to me, and that's after a major confrontation with Pete. He's going to poison the water in this one area, uh, and if you swim back into that area, you're going to take damage. Now, why that doesn't make sense is you can still fast travel to the other two or three areas that you'd went to before there, and ultimately, that area is going to stay poisoned until you beat the game and are kind of in free roam, so... Um, I personally have got all the collectibles and I was done with that area when I started that mission. So I didn't have to go back to it. But it just didn't make sense. They don't really bring it up. They don't really talk about it. It's just, hey, don't go into this area. So I'm not quite sure why they went with that. It was just an odd little piece of the story. But, hey, I, maybe it was something they were supposed to add to later. Alright guys, so let's talk about the gameplay. And honestly, it's not bad. The controls are pretty simple. Left trigger is how you swim, right trigger is how you bite, there's dodging, there's dashing, and then there's obviously diving under the water if you're breach and kind of swimming at that top level. You're going to be improving your fins, your body, your bite with different strength, electricity, toxin, and other items that you can do to improve your dash, amount of time out of the water, your ability to ram boats. I mean, there's a lot here to kind of mess around with. All in all, I felt the upgrade system was really well done. Another cool thing is each of these upgrades affects the way your shark looks. So you can have one just crazy looking shark by the end of it. And what's really cool is a lot of the times, just pin, depending on what you choose versus what your friends choose, you're going to have a really different looking shark. 
I know mine was a Frankenstein of different options just to kind of get that play style I wanted. Some of my friends, they went strictly one way or another, so their sharks just look completely different. One of the cool things I like about this is that while you upgrade and you get stronger, your enemies, they actually don't scale. And I am a huge fan of this. So like in the beginning of the game, you're like a level 2 or 3 in that swamp area. You're going to come across alligators, and they're level 8. And the thing is, is they will mess you up in the beginning of that game. Like, I mean, you're going to be running from them. Now, let's say you go throughout the game and you upgrade yourself to a level 20. You go back to that first area as a level 20, they're still level 8, and you're just going to destroy them. I love that. Uh, for example, I've always kind of said I love the scaling in Assassin's Creed Origins versus Odyssey because of that. Like, I like to feel when I go back to where I was at earlier in the game, I have definitely seen that improvement. And in this game, you see that. You see, like, okay, I've grown as a shark. I'm a lot stronger. These alligators don't mean nothing. However... Don't mistake that for me saying that the game is just a cakewalk once you start upgrading because every new area you go to, you're going to find different enemies that are higher scale than you. By the time I got to the golf, I was actually a level 30, which is your max cap in the game. Right out the gate, I'm fighting great white sharks that are level 15, so I'm actually handling them, which I thought was pretty cool. I mean, this is the great white. But then I'm running into orcas that are like level 35, so they're still giving me a challenge. And then I'm coming across sperm whales that are actually level 45, so there's always just challenge. But with the upgrades you get, you never feel like you're back to being the bottom of the food chain. It just takes a little longer to fight these guys, and I actually really, really love that. You never feel like you're god mode, but you do feel like you're the boss. Like You feel like, okay, I am the star of this ocean area, and I really, really dug that. But there are a few things about the controls and the gameplay that I want to point out. One is that there is not a lock-on button. You cannot like, just click a button and lock onto the animal or the fish that you want to attack. So if you're fighting an orca and say it's actually the apex, area, apex predator of that area and another one swims along, the only thing you can do is click the right stick and it'll kind of focus on the most aggressive fish around you. But that can really mess you up because if you're trying to get this apex predator and this other, you know, fish is in the way, you're going to go after it. If there was a lock-on button, I think it would have really helped out with a lot of the fights because think about it. You're swimming underwater. It's like this 360, you know, all kind of area that the, the other animal can go and you can go. So it would have just helped keep a lock on where you're at. Also, diving sometimes isn't fluid. If you're locked in an animation and you're at the top of the water... A lot of times, you're just not going to dive back down. In fact, I actually enjoyed when I can fight in, deep in deeper areas because I wouldn't have to worry about breaching and fighting on the top of the surface. And that's because when you breach, if your target, whether it's a fish, a whale, or even a hunter that's a diver is under the water, you're still going to be getting shot, shot at. And it really, or attacked, whatever, you know, depending on the animal. So it's until you can get back underwater and get to that enemy it can be kind of a hindrance, man. I, I won't lie. I prefer the deeper areas so that I didn't keep breaching. Also, whenever you jump out of the water, and this isn't a surprise, I mean, you're controlling a giant shark, that can be very frustrating. Sometimes it's a license plate, which are things you're going to collect throughout. And sometimes there's a challenge where, for example, one time you had to take so many humans and, and attack them. The problem is they're on a bridge. So you had to jump just right to get just high enough. And for whatever reason, sometimes... It just doesn't work out. Whether it's a 
a certain angle you had to go or a certain amount of speed. I don't know, but sometimes that was extremely frustrating. Now, let's talk about the actual mission structure because one of my fears was this game would get repetitive, and it actually does. And that's due to the fact there's just not a lot of variety to the missions. Most of the time, you'll go to one spot, you'll kill so many fish. Then it'll pop up areas where you can go terrorize so many humans. And you'll do multiple of these types of missions. Once you clear those, you're going to actually take on the alpha predator of an area. And at that point, Scaly Pete is going to pop up with a mission. And sometimes it's really just a cutscene to introduce you going to the next area. Personally, I found myself going to an area once I had got... Uh, enough levels in the game and enough abilities that I could get all of them and basically getting all the collectibles. Uh, let me just point out with the collectibles, this is kind of a Metroidvania style game in the beginning where you'll have a lot of gates stopping you from continuing on or things will be high enough that you just can't jump out of the water and get them. But ultimately, like I said, I would find myself, especially once I had more abilities, going to an area, getting as many collectibles as I could or all of them depending on you know my level and then going for the missions. A few different mission types thrown in there would have really been cool because there are some areas where it'll say, you know, go kill this many hammerhead sharks. Well, the thing is, you're going to run into so many of those in that level. Like, again, if you do one spot to kill so many hammerheads, you're probably going to do that several times in that area. So variety would have went a long way. Something to be different. I don't know what they could have done, you know, other than just go here and kill so many people. But something to spice it up would have went a long way. Now, there's also a thing called an infamy meter. And the thing is, is uh, as you play through this game and, and you take out humans and you do stuff, you're going to get shark hunters at you. And each of these builds towards where your infamy level is. When you reach the top of it, you're going to get a, a hunter. And it's a little stronger of a hunter to come after you. And you got to take them out. And then, you know, when you go through and you eat up more humans and fight more hunters, eventually you'll get another uh, master hunter if you will to come out the thing is man gaming with mr c that youtube channel he actually said it perfectly mr c did he's a friend of the show he said it perfectly if there had only been five levels it would have been great i 100 percent agree with him we've been talking about that and it just becomes so busy <laughs> like uh like so just busy work honestly it's very grindy uh, it, it takes a little bit longer than I would have liked to get to the next level. So at the end of the game, the last trophy I had to get was get to Infamy level 10. And to be honest with you, those last couple just took a little bit more than I would have liked. I would have thought as you took on hunters, it would have made it really grow. But it doesn't. It doesn't really change, you know, whether you're attacking normal people or hunters. So you just got to really just dig in and just keep fighting and fighting and fighting. So I think they just went a little too long in the tooth, if you will, for another pun. But um, not a bad system, just, yeah, a little too much there. But let's just go ahead and let's talk about the fun factor. And honestly, in this game, uh, one of the coolest things for me is the collectibles. And there's a few different ones. There's these caches, which they give you XP, which allows you to, you know, upgrade your shark. Uh, and they also go towards a trophy. Then you have license plates, which are kind of floating everywhere. And I, I personally believe a callback to the original Jaws, where they pull the license plate out of the shark. Again, they're everywhere, you know, you got to try to find them. More XP, another trophy. And then the final one I actually thought was really cool, and yes, you do get XP and a trophy, and that is the landmarks. Those are super cool because those can be anything from SpongeBob SquarePants' house to the Titanic. And then there's also really cool in-game 
uh, Easter eggs with those landmarks. Like you go to an area that's supposed to be like Jersey. Well, when they talk about it, well, you get to like a, a mob place where they've dumped a bunch of bodies. I, I thought that was really cool. Typically, everyone I went to I thought was really awesome, really funny. You can see a lot of cool pictures on my Twitter feed. Uh, I just I thought these were like the highlight of the game when it comes to like something fun that they threw in there. But let me just be honest with you. The first few hours of the game, they were actually kind of meh. I've talked to Mr. C about this. I've actually talked to Hulk and Yoda from Lost at Sea Gaming here on Anchor. And they both agreed. And it's because you're so low leveled. Now again, I'd mention, once you get up there, by, by the time you're in that third area and you're probably level 10, level you know, 15, somewhere around in there, you feel like you can take on almost anything at that point in the game. So it's kind of fun to go back to those areas. And then as you, you know, keep evolving, keep upgrading, you know, it definitely helps out. But I kind of wonder if they made you a little too handicapped in those first few hours because I'm not going to lie. I've said it and those other two guys have said it. You're just kind of like, meh, we'll see what happens. Luckily, I pushed through and the game becomes a lot of fun. But I do think those first few hours are a little hindered by the, the fact that they want you to start at this baseline uh, level. Now, one thing I will actually say, though, and it's a benefit, is how well this game's pace is done. Uh, once you get to that second or third area, past that meh part of like being kind of, you know, no powers, once you get there and you've got some ability and you can actually fight back, it just starts to get fun. Uh, the game is steady, giving you a nice challenge with new locations, and you're not going to feel rushed, you're not going to feel bored with. Like I said, I mean, you might be doing the same things over and over again, but depending on how you're getting the collectibles, and, and you can spread those out. Uh, you can mix it up to where there, there's a nice flow to things. Uh, I did appreciate that. And honestly, one thing I really, really appreciated is I beat this game in 15 hours. I got the Platinum at 17 hours. And honestly, uh, I think that was perfect. I think if it hit that 20, 25, 30-hour mark to do this game, uh, I, I think it would have really been pushing on that, okay, you stretched it out too much. As it is, the infamy is the only thing that feels like there was any kind of grinding or uh, padding to the game. But I also want to throw in there a new section to this review, and that is trophies. I want to rate the trophies, and this can kind of work achievements if you're on the achievements on the Xbox. But I actually think the trophies are well done in this game as well. It's another high mark because a lot of this is just trophies you're going to get naturally as you're exploring, as you're fighting different things. And ultimately, if you're enjoying what this game is, you're probably going to get a platinum because the only thing that I think you have to work for is the infamy. Everything else, the license plate, the different collectibles, they're just going out there and finding. Or the Apex Predator, just going out and getting them. Uh, it's a very doable platinum, a very doable thousand points. So I definitely, uh, in the trophy area, I want to say it's, it's really well done. Now, my final score for this game is an 8.25. If somebody came and said, hey, I think it's worth an 8.5, I'd agree. If somebody said it's an 8, I get it. I'm going to settle for that 8.25. There's just a few issues that really hinder it with the controls, some variety in the missions. And had they worked on that, this game could have been really, really something special. But as it stands, for a fun little shark RPG, it's really, really jawsome. Sorry, I just had to throw that last putt in there. But this is actually a really cool game. I definitely think you guys should check it out. As always, guys, you can always email me, hit me up at thegraveyardgamer at gmail. You can also find me on Instagram as thegraveyardgamer. Or almost daily, I'm posting pics of what I'm playing. You can reach out to me at thegraveyardg on Twitter. But until next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.